Welcome to Dietitian Boss. My name is Libby Rothschild. I'm the CEO and founder of the Dietitian Boss Method. Our company is here to help you get started in private practice even before you think you're ready. I've created a proprietary process to help you increase visibility, create organic content, enroll clients into an offer, and learn sales skills that don't even feel salesy. Listen every week to your colleagues as they're being interviewed, and we chat about their progress and success from when they got it started from zero to all the way to creating million-dollar businesses and beyond. Today's episode is all about why you're not posting content. Checking in with yourself as we wrap up the year, head into 2022, and ask yourself, why aren't you posting consistently on social media? What's holding you back? And what do you really want? And how can you connect your desires with your actions when it comes to your mindset around starting and growing a private practice? Every day, our team talks to dietitians. And when I talk to dietitians, I hear common themes from dietitians who want to start their private practice. They tell me that they want freedom, they want flexibility, they want more pay, they want to feel aligned with the work that they do, and they do understand that social media is a tool for them to be seen and heard so that they can land cash-paying clients. So if this is something that you relate with, my next question would be, what's holding you back from posting? Now, if you are posting, that's good because you're on your journey towards identifying what type of content is going to resonate with your ideal client so that they're going to land in your DMs, in your PMs, in your inbox, and they're going to either ask you about your services or book a call depending on what you have set up as your simple way for them to get to talk to you and then purchase from you so they can become cash paying clients and you can help them with the transformation that your business serves so that they can live their best life. So with that being said, you know, dietitians tell me that they hate clinical, they're underpaid, they're not valued. And I, I get it because I was in that role for five years. So I know the feeling and the way I escaped was by leveraging social media and by putting out content until I learned what really resonated and talking to people in the community that I was interested in serving, and that's dietitians. So by talking to dietitians and being a part of that community and posting content I thought they liked, and then tweaking as I learned more and more about what dietitians wanted and needed, that's how I grew my business, right? A seven-figure business within under three years actually grew to a million dollars within 16 months by following the strategies that I teach you, not only in our program, but also here on this podcast by sharing tips and tricks. So let's break down three reasons why you might not be posting content. And if you are posting content, but you're not quite getting people who are booking, this could also apply to you as well. Now, if you are creating content and you are getting clients to book and you're listening to this, these are great concepts for you to think about and review and just remember because going back to the basics is always helpful. And oftentimes, uh, when we look back and see the progress that we've made, it helps us to really take a moment and reflect and celebrate our wins. So the first reason that you're not posting content is because you're lacking confidence. 
maybe you don't even think you belong on social media or you think you need those two years of clinical experience before you can start putting yourself out there. I would say confidence is the main reason. You're afraid of what people will think of you. You're not sure about how to articulate your identity. And those are all really valid thoughts um, that can feel really scary because becoming an entrepreneur and starting your own business, becoming your own boss is scary. And that's why it's important to talk about it. And that's why I created this business is to give you community and resources and the accountability that you need to take action because you know, you only get better at your content if you're consistent with posting your content. And I've never heard a dietitian client of ours say that I started too soon, right? They all say, gosh, I wish I started earlier. So on that note about confidence, a lot of things that we hear are, I need more experience. I need two years of experience. I don't know my niche yet. I'm not sure what I'm going to be offering. Those are all really common thoughts and, and feelings that we hear. Um, and even people who are dietitians, maybe when they start our program, they're still hesitant to post content. And when we look underneath the surface and really pull back, what we learn are that is that these clients, these dietitians are really scared. And that's why I started the hashtag show your face so that you can take small steps towards showing up on social media and showing up for your audience. And it can feel scary. And I want to remind you that you do not need those two years of clinical experience to start putting out content. Content is a way for you to build community. It's a way for you to talk to your community and learn about their wants and needs. You can also feel connected to people knowing you're having conversations about what their struggles are so that you can help modify your business in the way that you communicate yourself and what you represent to better solve and serve the needs of your audience. So you don't need to wait for those two years of clinical experience. Starting posting now and showing your face regularly is a great way for you to stand out. The second biggest excuse under the whole confidence concept is you think you need to have your niche sorted out before you post. And that's absolutely not true. It's one of those chicken before the egg situation. So here's the thing is a lot of our clients, including myself, learn more about their process and about what they want to do and who they want to serve by posting content. So posting content can actually help you uncover what your niche is and help you identify your ideal client. So you might start out, one of our clients who was interviewed here started out with a Katarina actually from Female Food Freedom. She started out with a broad ideal client. And she even said on our episode, on our interview that was aired about maybe 30, 45 days ago, she had said when she first started out, she either didn't have an ideal client or it was really general. And by posting content regularly, she honed in on using Austrian language because she's an Austrian dietitian to help her ideal client um, find food freedom. And that's something that she started as a, a basic concept and it wasn't as clear and focused. And by following the dietitian boss method, posting consistently, showing her face, using our templates and frameworks, she was able to get more clear. So that's a great example of somebody who started with a loose idea. Um, as she said, please go check out that interview on our podcast. You can search dietitian boss and look at our past episodes. And then she got more clear by taking action. So taking action is going to increase your confidence. And I know it feels scary, uh, which is why you can use a hashtag show your face um, for some community and accountability from our team, because we're here to support you as much as we can. So the, the second piece outside of confidence, you know, and, and worrying about what people think, et cetera, which is part of business and growing your brand identity, and, and it can feel scary. 
Um, and it's it's part of the process. So taking small steps can help. Reading books, listening to podcasts like this. If you enjoy this content, listen to it twice. Get the concepts really solidified in your head to help you on your journey. When it comes to clarity, I mentioned that a little bit with confidence, who you're talking to and uh, what do they want. And uh, this kind of ties really nicely with the whole concept I mentioned about dietitians being scared to post content because they don't know their niche. And the reality is, if you don't have clarity with who you're talking to, then it's going to make you creating content uh, either more challenging or it's going to be slower with your ability to get to really identify and resonate with the type of person you're trying to help. And that's okay because it's a process. So posting content is better than not posting content and posting content that's clear is better than posting any content. So I still want you to post. And if anything, when in doubt, post a selfie, post a picture of you, talk about a little bit about your background, um, sh- share where you're from, share where you went to school, share a fun fact about you, or three. Those are all great default posts as you're on your journey learning who your ideal client is. So what it might look like for you to post without your ideal client, I just explained it could be a selfie or some kind of um, post that talks about your background or your interests. Or let's say you follow a vegan dietary pattern, you might want to talk a little bit about that, um, something that resonates with you that you feel comfortable talking about. And when you do know your ideal client, like let's say that you want to help people um, adopt a vegan lifestyle to lose weight. As an example, I just threw that out there. If if that's what you're thinking about or exploring, or that's an avenue that you for sure know you want to do, like our client Carol from vegan.weightloss.nutritionist, she's done an amazing job helping women lose weight following a vegan dietary pattern, lose up to 20 pounds. If that's, let's say, your idea and you want to explore that, you can start posting content about that topic until you're able to validate that, in fact, that is the area you want to go into and that is what your ideal client is struggling with. And that's where you doing the research, the the market research and talking to people in that community can help. And part of communicating with people on social media includes you creating content and uh, waiting for people to engage with you. It could be you creating stories. It could be you reaching out to other people um, and communicating in DMs. It could be going through hashtags and communicating on people who post similar content, maybe other people in vegan communities, um, other people that help people in vegan communities. So once the more specific you can get, the better. And the more that you, the sooner that you have one point of differentiation or one thing you're looking at, you can hone in from there. So I mentioned Carol, right? And she helps uh, women go vegan to lose weight. Um, and so let's say she, before she got more clear, and you can listen to her past podcasts, I'm actually going to have her on again. She's in our executive program. She's doing amazingly well. Um, the first step could just be talking to people about vegan dietary patterns or what are their struggles following that and why. And then the second piece of that might be talking to people who want to lose weight and what have they tried and why has or hasn't it worked. And then connecting those dots and that process happens with you talking to people online and posting to create community. My journey as a reflection, when I first started Instagram a couple of years ago, three years ago from my clinical office, I first started, my handle was Productive Dietitian. I've since then changed it to Dietitian Boss with a few iterations in between. Uh, when I was Productive Dietitian, when I first started, my main goal was to talk to dietitians and find out 
who is getting paid in unconventional ways and making money in multiple revenue streams. That was my number one goal. And it was really just, I didn't know it would turn into a business. It was surely for the fact that I was lonely in my clinical office, broke like a joke, um, working all these extra jobs and trading time for, for dollars. And I was frustrated. So I wanted to find out since I looked at my community and at my hospital and I couldn't find people doing non-traditional things. So I went online to find it. And I, I just... I went on uh, every day and I looked at dietitian hashtags. I talked to the community and then I started creating content and I did video and I talked about what I do teaching and lecturing and speaking and how I made multiple revenue streams by teaching nutrition education. And is there anybody out there who's doing the same thing? And in my journey towards discovering who was in that league of making extra revenue streams and talking about it on social, I quickly learned that dietitians were interested in what I was doing, but to the point where they wanted to pay me so they could learn how to do it too. And that's not exactly what I expected. And it was beyond my wildest dreams. I was so excited to, oh, wow, this is another revenue stream where I initially went on Instagram to do some research and find out, am I the only one working 80 hours a week trying to make a few extra grand a year right from this broke clinical job where I was getting a baseline salary of $55,000 a year living in Manhattan? Right, I was pretty depressed at that time. So my journey towards finding people like me and building community by making it an effort to create content and go through... I remember I went through dietitian hashtags, um, RD chat, RD to be dietitian. And I just genuinely took 20 minutes a day, went through hashtags. I striked up conversations with people in the community, asked them what they're doing. Um, if they liked clinical, were they making other money, uh, revenue streams, et cetera. And then that effort led to me being seen as somebody who made revenue, extra revenue streams and then helped other people. And then from there, I amassed a following pretty quickly. So I further developed my message from not just uh, showing dietitians how to make extra revenue streams, but also showing them how to do that via social since I got paid so fast once I started Instagram. And then it turned into a full-time coaching business, and then I expanded to groups. There's been a really fun process. And the reason I share that with you is because if I wouldn't have been confident enough to show up, and if I wouldn't have started with just one point of clarity, and that's that I wanted to talk to other dietitians about what I was doing, it would have been a longer road for me. So if you can look from within and build your confidence and, and take some consistent action, and if you can start with one point of clarity and allow yourself, give yourself permission to grow and expand as a practitioner and as an entrepreneur, you're setting yourself up for success. Now, the last thing I want to mention as far as why you're not posting content and how you can start doing it so that you can grow a business, right? Like Carol, who I mentioned, like Katarina in Austria, like me, um, you're going to need to find some accountability. Now, we offer that in our program. We offer checklists and roadmaps and toolkits and coaching calls and uh, private groups and portals and check-ins and, and a lot of ways for you to keep accountable, which is fantastic. So if you feel like you're in a place and you want that support, please go to dietitianboss.com and apply to talk with me or someone from my team about the next steps with working with our, our team to get support. You can also find that link by going on Dietitian Boss on Instagram, hitting the link in our bio and applying for a call. Now, if you're not in a place yet and you're kind of like ready, but you don't really want to take that investment, 
um, to really build yourself and you you aren't in a place where you want to hit the ground running, you can take some small steps with building accountability. And what that can look like is finding a way to be consistent. So I would just ask you based on your schedule, what keeps you in a routine? Is it that you have a morning routine? And if that's possible, can you add in in your morning routine, posting content at least once a week and then building up to posting twice a week and then building up to posting three times a week? If you can find a way to add more uh, consistency into your schedule and just find posting um, and, and keep accountable, that's going to be really helpful. So one way to do that would be inserting a regular time of day that you post. Maybe for some of you, it's 8 a.m. before you start your clinical job. For others, it might be 5 p.m. once you're done with your clinical job. And it, it's just really going to depend. So I would say start posting at least twice a week. When in doubt, start with a selfie or a picture of you and then build up to three times a week. Ideally, you're going to be posting five times a week. Three times a week is the minimum. And the reason I suggest five is the more you post, the more data you're going to have and insights about your audience to help you make better content. So the goal with content marketing, meaning putting out uh, organic content, so we're not talking paid ads, we're talking about you posting on social Right on Facebook, on Instagram, on TikTok. When you're putting content out regularly, you're getting more data points about your audience. You're also showing them, you're telling them that you're going to show up for them regularly. So when you do that, when you show up regularly, even if your content is um, subpar, let's say, because we're always our own worst critics, if you're showing up and you're telling people that you're there for them, they're more likely to want to be there for you because they're going to feel that you're serious and they're going to feel that you're committed. And committed dietitians are perceived as better coaches. So when you're looking for someone to, to want to work with you, they're going to want to see that you're showing up Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, or better yet, Monday through Friday. Bonus points if you do a Saturday or a Sunday, but of course, taking time off is good too. So keep in mind, developing a system for accountability is going to help you put your content out more, and that's going to get people excited. So two ways you can do that. Find your current schedule, whatever it is. Take a look at your schedule and ask yourself, is it easier to add some regularity in the morning, the afternoon, or the evening? It's that simple. And then set a date on your calendar if you use one, paper or digital, and get it done. So develop a routine. Now, the second step for accountability, because routines are hard, right? Habits are difficult to set, difficult to keep, and difficult to build. And I get that. And we, we definitely support you with that in the program if you are ready to make that investment. What I can say is finding an accountability partner or buddy or another dietitian who is looking to want something more, right? She's looking beyond clinical. He or she is looking to find a journey and a way to express the work that they do in the world beyond just punching in and punching out and beyond just charting all day and seeing patients for 10 or 15 minutes, right? Um, whether it's inpatient or outpatient. So if you're looking for an accountability partner, that's another reason you can leverage social media and find one. Find somebody that you connect with, build a relationship with that person, um, identify some criteria. You could be looking for someone who's also building a private practice, who's also using social media and ask them, hey, I'm looking to post regularly. Can we check in? 
Can we send each other a text on Fridays or can we book a call once a month? And in that, developing that accountability partnership with somebody who's on a similar journey as you can keep you motivated. And that's a great idea as you grow and progress to have people on your side who you can regularly communicate with and check in and motivate each other. Setting goals is super important. And if you're that type of really driven person to set a goal and achieve it on your own, that's fantastic. And if you're the other type of person that also needs a little external kick in the butt, make sure that you have the system set up so that you can succeed. Because when you're able to identify your level of confidence and break through those limiting beliefs that you think you need two years clinical, and when you're able to define some point of clarity, even if it's just you liking plant-based diets or you wanting to help other people eliminate bloat, whatever that point of clarity is, start with where you're at now and build on it. And then finally, identify some accountability, whether internal, external, or both, Right? whether you're making a note and sticking to it, or you're asking somebody to help you or some combination, that's going to get you more consistent because going in to 2022, that consistency, as you look at the new year and your goals and what you want and how you want to quit clinical, replace your salary and become a six-figure earner, that's all made possible once you're able to identify and break through your limiting beliefs as to why you're not posting content consistently. I look forward to seeing you next time. Make sure if this episode stood out to you or resonated with you in any way, please send us a message or take a screenshot and tag us on Instagram at Dietitian Boss. We are so excited to offer you support in our various programs. If you identify as a beginner and you're looking to lay down the foundations, our society program might be a great fit for you. I encourage you to go to dietitianboss.com under group coaching and apply for our experience, our transformative experience based off of my proprietary system called the Dietitian Boss Method. Additionally, we offer a higher level program called Executive to help you hire and manage a staff as you expand and scale your program, whether you're offering a membership, course, group programming, private coaching, or a combination of various different offerings. We're here to help you on your journey with developing processes and implementing the operational foundation that you need to reach your goals. A lot of our clients want to work 20 hours or less a week, and we're so proud to say that we've helped them achieve that goal, and you'll hear their stories on this podcast. Make sure to stay tuned and apply if you're looking for support to get there faster and meet some colleagues along the way who share your same growth mindset.